We're here at the UNL College of Journalism and Mass Communications to talk with Bob Ray Sanders, Vice President, Associate Editor, and Metro Columnist for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. We're talking about diversity in the media workplace, but before we get started, give me a little description of your experience in the, over a 40-year career. Well, understand, when I came into the business, I was one of that first wave of people, of ethnic minorities who were coming in. Before that, no paper in Texas had a black or Hispanic reporter. Most papers of the country didn't. And part of what my job was after I got in, obviously, was to try to help other people get in as well so that we could actually make a difference and, and have that voice within the, the newsroom. So uh, I've had a long, uh, long, long uh, journey here in this business, but it, it's, been, it's been great. I've been able to do things that I never thought I'd be able to do. I've been able to address injustices and talk about issues that matter to me, the death penalty, social issues that, that were important, the politics of it all. So I've had a long, long career, and it's all been good. And see a lot of changes as well. Without a doubt. Whether we're talking about the newsroom or the college classroom, why is it important to encourage diversity? It may seem obvious, but maybe we need to look at that first. Well, yeah, well, and, and sadly, uh, we've reached a point again today where there are people who don't want inclusion anymore. And so we need to talk about it again, and we're at a point where a lot of newsrooms have gotten away from diversity. We used to wear the word diversity uh, with on pens on our shirts and, and, and jackets, and suddenly it started going away. The voices are needed. We need the people who know how to go in and, and deal with communities that are like them. Not that they're the only ones who can do that. I mean, Anglos can go to a black community and cover a store as well. But you gotta have people who know how to gain trust of communities. You gotta have people who can bring a different voice, bring a different perspective to, to important issues of the day. So our newsroom should reflect our country. And, and the uh, American Society of Newspaper Editors ha had a goal at one time that we would have newsrooms that equal the number of minorities as we're in the country and in our circulation areas. We never reached that goal uh, by any means, but we made progress for a while. Sadly, some of that's going away again. So we have our work cut out for us. Yes. What are the challenges to diversity? The biggest challenge, I guess. Well, right now we've seen a change in media. I mean, we've seen a decline in circulation and uh, certainly in circulation and advertising for the newspapers. We've seen a decline in the number of people employed. That's one of the reasons diversity took a blow. It's hard work. You have to go out, you have to recruit, you have to uh, be in a, have that pipeline going where you have people at colleges helping them to find their, you know, their, their road to the professional uh, path, but at the same time, we, we because it's hard, people say we, we can't do it. Because reporters and editors now have more to do than they've ever had in, in years, diversity has taken a back seat. And I, and I think the whole coverage of, of news media is taking a back seat because we're not getting those kinds of voices that we ought to have in there. How can employers do better? Well, the, first of all, they gotta make the, the commitment. Once they got, make the commitment they got to provide the resources to do this. You've got to have time for people to spend time in high schools and colleges. You've got to have recruiting once again. You've got to have uh, an atmosphere within the newsroom that once you get somebody in, they're not run off immediately. Uh, you can't do it just by saying, okay, we're open. What we did back in the old days, when and they're saying it again now, employers are saying, we can't find any. Well, we had groups that we had identified 
who knew where they were. And when an employer said, we can't find any, we presented them with a list of names, 80, 100 names of people from around the country. Well, we found them. We've got to get back to you know, having those relationships with organizations and, and individuals who can help us find the right people who can fit in our departments. And how can universities do better? Universities, in a way, have to do the same thing. Now, depending on where you're located, you may not have that pool that you can draw from. But they've got to do some of the same things. They, they've got to do the recruiting. They've got to have an atmosphere that welcomes people of, of different diversities. They've got to have faculty who can, you know, encourage diversity among people. I mean, in all kinds of diversity, just not ethnic minorities, but uh, diversity of thought, diversity in ways that I can't see just by looking at you. We've, we've got to make that happen. And I talked about that a lot while I was here over the past two days. The, they've got to do it again. It's back to commitment. You can't say we're too understaffed, we're too tired, we don't have the budget. You've got to make the commitment. And how do you counter um, that? You, you talked a little bit about it seems to be that things are going back the way they were. Yes. How do you counter that? Maybe there's a, an attitude of, well, the, we're just, this is too much political correctness. Why do we need to worry about this? Well, the thing you do is that you don't give in to that negative thought, that, that minority, but a very vocal minority, that does not like the idea of people coming together. They foster uh, divisiveness. They, they foster uh, an attitude where I can look at you and say, because you are different from me, something must be wrong with you and something must be right with me. Uh, that if something is wrong with me, it's your fault. Uh, that uh, if somebody is getting uh, an opportunity, that the reason they got the opportunity is because somebody else didn't get the opportunity. We've got to change that attitude. Sadly, a lot of that attitude is coming from our leaders, people in Congress. One of the ways we do, <laughs> don't elect some of those crazy people that we keep elected to Congress who have those crazy thoughts. But uh, it's, got, it's got to be a commitment from us as individuals that we want to allow people to shape our minds in these, in these negative ways that we have that makes me uh, divided from you just based on how, how we look our economic status or whatever, it's, on to the, it's up to the individual to make that happen. Okay, well thank you so much for sharing your insight. Oh, you're quite welcome.